0: Hi, and welcome back to the Old Testament podcast. This will be for chapter 6 of Deuteronomy. All right, now, these are the commandments and the statutes and the judgments or ordinances which the Lord your God commanded to teach you that ye might do them in the land whither whither ye go to possess it, that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments which I command thee, thou and thy son and thy son's son, all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that ye may increase mightily, as the Lord your God of thy fathers hath promised thee in the land that floweth with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart." Love the Lord. Mark says, uh, and the Savior is quoting from Deuteronomy, he says, And one of the scribes came, and having heard them reasoning together and perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, Which is the first commandment of all? And Jesus answered him, The first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. Verse 7. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house and when thou walkest by the way and when thou liest down and when thou risest up. Get the scriptures in your heart and teach them diligently to your children. We should be having gospel discussions with our family quite frequently. Verse eight, and thou shalt bind them for a sign i.e. phylacteries, passages of the law written on scrolls of parchment enclosed in tiny boxes bound on the left arm and on the forehead as an ordinance of remembrance of the Mosaic law and worn by Jews during the morning prayers. Upon thine hand, and as they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes, what does it mean to bind them to your hand? Have them in your heart. What 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 about the frontlets between your eyes? Have them in your mind constantly. And thou shalt write them upon the posts, the mezuzah, Passages of the law written on tiny scrolls enclosed in a small container and nailed to the right doorpost or gate as an ordinance of remembrance of thy house and on thy gates. Write them upon the posts of your house and on your gates. The, the doorpost symbolizes the portals through which man moves to interact with his fellow man. As one sets forth from or returns to home, his conscious desire should be to do the will of God. These verses led to the Jewish custom known as the tefillin and the Mezuzah. The Jews inscribed certain scriptural passages, including Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9, on tiny pieces of parchment, folded them up, and put them into tiny leather boxes about one and a half inches square. These boxes were then tied to the head to be over the forehead or on the left bicep, suggesting that the wearer would fulfill the law with the head and heart. The mezuzah was similar to that it was uh, in that it was a parchment with a scripture passage on it inserted into a tiny cylindrical box that was attached to the door frame and it became customary for Jews to touch or kiss it each time they left or entered the ha- the home what we do today to re- what do we do today to remind us uh, of the lord and of keeping his commandments we have family prayer This is President Kimbley says, I have interviewed numerous heads of families who have admitted that their family prayers were irregular and more frequently missed than held. Some say they try to have family prayer once a day and others shrug it off by saying they cannot get their families together. This casual attitude toward the vital matter of prayer disturbs me greatly. The church urges that there be family prayer every night and morning. It is a kneeling prayer. All members of the family, including the little ones, should have opportunity to say the prayer. Family scripture study. Throughout his ministry, President Benson sought to convince the saints that they should use the Book of Mormon to answer questions about the church and that this book could bless their lives as no other book could. There is a power in the book which will begin to flow into your lives the minute you begin a serious study of the, of the book, he promised. You will find greater power to resist temptation. You will find the power to avoid deception. You, you will find the power to stay on the straight and narrow path. In a general conference address in April 1986, President Benson quoted Elder Marion G. Romney, who gave this beautiful promise. I feel certain that if in our homes parents will read from the Book of Mormon prayerfully and regularly, the spirit of that great book will come to permeate our homes and all who dwell therein. The spirit of reverence will increase. Mutual respect and consideration for each other will grow. The spirit of contention will depart. Righteousness will increase. Faith, hope, and charity, the pure love of Christ, will abound in our homes and lives, bringing in their way Peace, joy, and happiness. Verse ten, and it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which He sware unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities which thou buildest not, and and houses full of all good things which thou fillest not, and and wells digged which thou diggest not, vineyards and olive trees which thou plantest not, when thou shalt have eaten and be full. <clears throat> Then beware lest thou, <coughs> excuse me, forget the Lord which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him and shalt swear, make an oath, make oaths by his name. Ye shall not go out, ye shall not go after other gods of the gods of the people which are round about you: for the Lord thy God is a jealous God among you, lest the anger of the Lord thy God be kindled against thee and destroy thee from off the face of the earth. Ye shall not tempt or put to test the Lord your God as ye tempted him in Massah. When Jesus finished his 40-day fast and was confronted by Satan, which scriptures did he quote, tempted with bread, he quoted Deuteronomy 8.3, throwing himself off the pinnacle, he quoted Deuteronomy 6.16, and offered the kingdoms of the world, he quoted Deuteronomy 6.13. Ye shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God and his testimonies and his statutes which he hath commanded thee. And thou shalt do, and thou shalt do that which is right and good in the sight of the Lord, that it may be well with thee, and do that, and that thou mayest go in and possess the good land which the Lord sware or promised unto thy fathers, to cast out thine enemies from before thee, as the Lord hath spoken. And when thy son asketh thee in time to come, saying, What mean, what mean the testimonies and the statutes and the judgments which the Lord our God hath commanded you? Then shalt thou say unto thy son. We were Pharaoh's bondmen in Egypt, and the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. And the Lord showed signs and wonders, great and sore, or grievous, upon Egypt, upon Pharaoh, and upon all his household before our eyes. And He brought us out from thence that He might bring us in to give us the land which He sware unto our fathers. And the Lord commanded us to do all these statutes to fear the, the to fear the Lord our God with our, for our good always, that we might preserve us alive, that He might preserve us alive as it is at this day. And it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before the Lord our God as he hath commanded us. So that's the end of chapter 6, and we'll see you next time. Bye.